Hi everyone, this is Angel. Welcome back to Spark Up in my little corner of the podcast world. And we are kicking off season two. I can't even really totally believe that. It it, it feels like it was, season one seemed like it was a complete just blur, just kind of flew by. And now we're already looking at season two. So before I jump into uh, the main topic of today's episode, I wanted to give a couple of really quick updates uh, we're squeezing in this episode before I actually go on vacation because I didn't take a break really. I kind of took a break during the holidays, but not really because I was spending time uh, making connections for possible folks who are going to come on to the podcast later on in the season. I was completely redoing the website. So now my website for my business, Spark Guidance, is completely redone, revamped, has a new host site, everything. Um, I've made it so that the podcast can now be accessed directly on the website. So if you go on there, there's actually a, a, a tab for podcast and you can stream the episodes right from there, right on the website. You can also still go to spark up autism. And I'll mention that again at the end of the episode to listen to, um, episodes. You can also go, of course, on Spotify, Amazon music, any places where you usually go to listen to podcasts. It's still available everywhere. There's just now an added place where you can hear the podcast, which is on my actual website. You can also order services now uh, for me if you're um, local, if you want to do online services. Those services are now available to be booked directly through the website and they can be scheduled. You can email me and correspond with me also through the website. So that was my big project during the quote unquote break that wasn't really a break. So got that out the way. That's the housekeeping stuff. Now, about season two, I think I wanted I wanted to do an episode that actually discussed what season two was going to be about. Because season one, we, to be honest, it was season one, we kind of went everywhere. We, we, we talked about myths, we talked about sensory, we did some interviews, we talked to, uh, to neurodivergent people, we talked to, you know, a mom of autistic twins. We did a, a lot. We were kind of, that was kind of the initial introduction to autism. A couple of things happened during the break between recording season one and now starting to record season two that made me realize that season two is going to have to have a different kind of focus. So the main thing that I'm going to be looking at to focus on with season two is people of color, particularly the black community and the autism and autistic worlds in general, because there was a lot that I learned about how black autistic people are seen, not just in the autism community, which is of course the community of providers, um, resources, supports, you know, families, everyone who supports autistic people. But there was also um, a lot of issues in the autistic community itself. So the first thing that kind of happened that really made me look at this differently is I got to sit in on a live stream of three, um, uh, social media personalities who are all uh, black, female, and autistic. I know at least two of them definitely have families and have a couple kids who are also on the autism spectrum. And so a couple of them are autistic moms. And their whole purpose of their episode that they did the live stream on was they were talking about ABA. And I thought this was, I was like, oh, this is going to be interesting. I get to hear it from, you know, uh, not just parents' viewpoints, not just Black parents' viewpoints, but autistic Black parents' viewpoints. And they made a very good point during this live stream that 
I had never thought of. And one thing that I will always, I will never, I, I like the phrase, I'm never backward on coming forward, meaning I will never, if I know that um, either something I said, not that it was wrong, but something that I said was uh, short-sighted or something was, you know, I was, I was missing some aspect of a, of a viewpoint, I will come and say it. I will say, you know what? I didn't think about this. And now that it's been presented to me, it's making me look at things a little differently. I think that's really important if you're going to be a uh, podcast or an influencer or someone who is out and speaking in the community and trying to get the most complete, up-to-date, factual information about a subject to a community. I think it's really important to be willing to bend your viewpoint a bit based on the input that you receive, the data that you receive, the facts that you receive. And so, again, if I learn something new, I share it. And if it changes my viewpoint or starts to change my viewpoint or softens my viewpoint, then I'm going to say that. I'm going to say, you know what? I came in with this kind of mindset, but then I talked to this person, that person, this person, or I heard this person speak, and that's given me a different viewpoint of it. When it comes to ABA, I think it started with the conversation that I had in season one with um, Christian. You can go back to season one and check out that episode. It was one of the last ones we did. Um, And that was the first, like, there was a couple of things that started changing my viewpoint or softening my viewpoint, I guess you could say, about ABA. His interview and discussion was one. This live stream was a second one. And something that the, the moms brought up was that first, they take issue with the fact that the autistic community has two sides when it comes to ABA. They're either for it or against it, and there's no gray area. And the three um, autistic women were discussing the fact that they took issue with that. They said, there's no, there's no gray area. It's either evil and a horrible thing and no one should ever do it, or it's the best thing ever and everyone should do it. And there's no middle ground. If you take the viewpoint of the middle ground, which they seem to have collectively kind of decided to do, you get shunned by both sides. I I hate to see any viewpoint kind of shunned by other viewpoints like that. I feel like, especially with a subject like ABA, it should be open to have everyone kind of discuss and, and learn more and bounce ideas around. I feel almost kind of uh, slightly almost embarrassed at the fact that I never looked at ABA from this viewpoint that I'm about to bring up. But the way that the Black autistic moms in particular uh, view ABA is like this. In their eyes, ABA helps their Black autistic children stay alive because it teaches them how to integrate more into society and, and do something basically that most of us as black people have always had to do and that's fit in we've always had to kind of do that and that's what aba kind of helps them to do so and they said like you know while we understand understand to an extent why there is a backlash toward it because yes there has been some bad aba out there they're not denying that they're like there's been horrible aba out there and one of the moms um if i remember right her name is tiffany she said that, you know, look, I I actually was, you know, a product of the old school ABA. She said, I've turned out fine, but I have to admit that that old school ABA taught me how to fit in a bit more in society. So I am not as cut off or ostracized as I would have been. And, you know, she went on to say, I have sons, you know, I have black sons who are both autistic. And 
they have to be able to navigate a world just for the fact that they're black. They already have the odds stacked up kind of against them. And they're already going to be put in dangerous situations. You add on the fact that they are autistic and you add on the fact that they're nonverbal. It, that, that's like a, a, you know, almost three strikes, unfortunately, because all you need is for them to have a run-in with a police officer who happens, you know, is racist does not understand autism and doesn't understand that, you know, autistic people can be nonverbal and you have the, a recipe for a very disastrous and potentially deadly and fatal encounter. And that's what she has in her mind when it comes to ABA. And she made a point of saying white autistic people do not have to worry about this. They don't have this added burden of this could lead to death if the situation goes south a certain way. And I, for some, for some reason, I had thought of these things separately, never thought of them together. I don't know why. I am well aware of the fact that anytime a, a person of color has a run-in with, with um, police, it could either go, you know, really well or fine, or it could go south real quickly. I am hyper aware of that. I am hyper aware of the fact that the um, Black autistic community is kind of shunned a bit more than even the general autistic community. I was aware of that. For some reason in my brain, it never, it never, you know, came up to put these two situations together as an explanation as to why ABA might actually be needed for our black autistic children, especially the black boys. And again, I'll be the first to admit, hey, that probably should have came up in my head a bit sooner, but I'm really happy that we have you know, self-advocates in that, in the autistic world, like these women. And I'm hoping, fingers crossed, I might be able to get at least one of them on the podcast before this season is over. I'm really going to try. They're super busy. Um, They have their own projects that they have going on. One just put out a book. One has her own like podcast that she does. So I know they're super busy. I'm going to really try to get at least one of them on. But I'm thankful that we have self-advocates like them in the uh, in the field in the autistic world who are willing to speak up and are willing to bring up the really tough subjects like this because they did unfortunately receive a lot of backlash from their autistic white counterparts um in some of the same ways that neurotypical uh people of color get from some of our white counterparts when we bring up issues of race you know the whole thing of Oh, why are you bringing that up? Oh, racism, that doesn't exist anymore. Oh, you're, you know, all of that, all that's, we know, we know these, these statements, we've heard them. The autistic community has those same issues, the same things happen there. So that plus um, the fact that I was able to get in contact with um, someone at FAU CARD, which CARD is the Center for Autism and Related Disabilities, they are actually they're all over the place. They're nationwide. But um, she also shares an interest in really trying to get more into the Black community in particular and talk more about these topics and talk about the lack of research. Because I had a completely different idea for this episode when I first started thinking about it. I was thinking, oh, I'm going to go and get research about, you know, Blacks and autism and present that. And what I found was a lot of information saying that there's no information. So, um, that, that caused me to say, okay, I'm going to step back and I'm going to approach this a completely different way. So I'm hoping, uh, the woman from card Chandra, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to aim to have her on to talk more about what 
CARD is going to do to address this gap in the autism research. So much like in many other fields where the minority voice is literally the minority, the same thing is happening in autism research. And we're going to be talking with some people who are hoping to change that. I also want to bring on, like I said, um, autistic uh, Black people and talk about their experiences and what they're doing to help raise that voice. And I think that's what season two of this podcast is going to be a lot about. I think there's going to be a, a switch over to really amplifying these voices and really making it known in our community. Hey, this is actually a thing that we need to we need to come together and address. It's not just this isn't just a oh only only white people get autism. Nope, it's not that that's not the case. This isn't a oh it's only like a few of us. It's an it's affecting enough of us that I think it needs to be talked about. And I think it needs to be, there needs to be a a coming together of our community and really, you know, focusing on, hey, let's level the playing field a bit. Because in the both the autism community and the autistic community, there is no level playing field. There really isn't. That's the whole reason why I even started my business to begin with was because I saw I didn't see a level playing field. And now I'm seeing even in the autistic community itself, there is no level playing field. So that's always been my big goal with anything I do related to Spark, be it the business, the podcast, that's always been my goal. And so, like I said, even though season one was very much kind of an introduction and kind of giving, you know, all kinds of different bits of information regarding autism, we got really caught up in ABA for a while there. I might still revisit a lot of those topics, but I really, really want to focus season two more on this side of things. Because this is what's coming up now. This is what I'm hearing. This is what I'm hearing the community asking for. This is what my my peers are asking for. This is what families are asking for. And so I said, you know what? I'm going to go where I'm needed, basically. So I wanted to give everyone kind of a, a, a heads up about that on, on what um, where season two was going to be going. I I wanted to give another really quick example of why I think it's important to go in this direction. And it, co- it stems from a conversation that I had with, um, well, not a conversation, but just like a comment exchange that I had with a uh, white female um, autistic content creator. And she was talking about the show Atypical. Um, that's a show, I believe it's on Netflix, and it follows a uh, white male teenage uh autistic protagonist and all it you know his life basically she took a serious issue with the show because this white male was getting away with a lot of behavior that whether he's autistic or not he shouldn't be allowed to do he um this girl's ponytail was getting in his face and so instead of like you know stepping back or moving away He instead grabs the girl's ponytail and yanks, starts like yanking it and and pulling it. And no reprimand for that. There is another episode where apparently he had a therapist and he apparently acquired a crush on the therapist and started stalking the therapist. No no reprimand on that. Then later on, apparently he got a girlfriend and at one point where they were at his uh, house in his room, the girlfriend apparently started annoying him. So he goes and locks her in the closet. No reprimand. And, and she's like, that is absolutely ridiculous. Just be, she said, 
autism is not an excuse for abuse or assaulting or inappropriate behavior. So I commented under um, her video about this and said, can you imagine if this had been a black autistic teenager, what would have happened? We probably wouldn't have gotten past, you know, episode one or two with the ponytail incident because, you know, that would have been the end of it. And she said, and she agreed. She said, oh yes, absolutely. So others within the autistic community, even those that are white and on in the autistic community are very much aware of the discrepancies that are there racially. Some are absolutely denying it. I have seen comments of those denying it. I have, I've seen, there, there could be a whole episode just on like the, the, di the levels and the dynamics within the autistic community itself. But again, that's not going to be my focus for season two. I'm looking specifically at the black community within the autistic community and within the autism community and how can we like i said level the playing field in both of those communities so that is going to be my main focus for season two i may still you know if, if things happen that are like newsworthy i'm of course going to pop up and probably do like a mini spark on things like that of course i still like to kind of thread in like news things that are happening or things I think it's important for the community to know about. But it looks like that's going to be the main theme for season two. Season two actually is going to have like a theme. So I wanted to let um, everyone know about that. I um, wanted to make sure that there would be no surprises coming in. I know that um, there was quite a few people who were probably listening to season one to get like the more general information about autism. Again, I think that's going to be naturally part of the conversation as we're talking, as I'm doing these different interviews, but I really, I can't stress it enough. I really want to focus season two on getting this aspect of the autism and autistic worlds amplified, the black community within both of these worlds and how we can facilitate it. That's going to be, that'll probably be a round table at some point, maybe near the end of season two, getting some of these different uh, guests together and saying, hey, We've talked about all these things. Now, how do we go forward? How do we turn this into from discussion into action? Uh, I would love to eventually have a roundtable where there's several of us kind of talking about, okay, where do we go from here on that? And those who are local and, and listening in, if you want to be part of that discussion, if you want to be part of the, I guess it's almost like a movement to, to kind of, you know, level that playing field definitely let me know. Like I said, I'm already starting to talk to people about interviews for, for season two, but I'm always open and ready to listen to anyone who has something to say about this, someone who can contribute to it, that can bring up really good discussion topics, be it a parent, a provider, an autistic individual. I, I want to hear your voice. This, this podcast is supposed to be a platform for the unseen and the unheard. So that's what I want it to be, especially in season two. So that's kind of, that's kind of it for this episode. That's, I, I really want to just give an overview and let everyone know what it was going to be looking like going forward. Uh, more than likely, fingers crossed, the next episode will be an actual interview. And um, yeah, I wanted to make sure there wouldn't be any surprises to anyone that, that's coming in. If you listened all through season one, 
And then you come into season two, and you're like, whoa, wait, what happened? I want to make sure that you know why I'm sh- shifting gears, what led to me shifting gears, and the importance of of shifting gears and amplifying, because that's, again, the whole purpose of this podcast. If you're interested, if you want to join the conversation in some shape or form, you can email me. I uh, My email address is angelw, A-N-G-E-L-W, at sparkguidance.com, S-P-A-R-C-G-U-I-D-A-N-C-E. You can hit up my website, uh, which is www.sparkguidance.com, also spelled the same, S-P-A-R-C-G-U-I-D-A-N-C-E. And again, I've completely redone it now. So it has the podcast is on there. You can stream the podcast on there. It has all the different services that I offer. And of course, my email address, of course, is on there. So you can always email me through the website as well if you have any questions. And if you want to go directly to the podcast website itself, that is sparkupautism.com. It's S-P-A-R-C-U-P-A-U-T-I-S-M.com. So... Those are all the places you can kind of find me, basically. Um, On the website, there are links also to my Instagram. The Instagram is at Spark Guidance. And there's also a link to my LinkedIn page. So you can find out more about my background, my educational experience, and and all that good stuff. And the other uh, lovely people that I've connected with on there who are also related to autism. So yeah, that's it. Um, I just wanted to give a preview of what's to come. And I'm super excited about it. I hope you will join me on this journey through season two. I think it's going to be a great one. I think it's going to be a really uh, info-packed one. I think there are definitely going to be some conversations that are going to be those touchy conversations that people always don't want to, don't always want to talk about, but need to be talked about. I think season two is going to be full of that. So again, I'm giving you a heads up. (laughs) I'm just, I'm just, can't say I did not warn you. So Again, thank you. Uh, Thank you to everyone who's been on board since season one. Welcome to season two. For all of you that are just coming in for the first time, welcome. I look forward to expanding these discussions. And remember, be blessed. Don't be stressed. Bye.